In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about something so many of you have dealt with. We are going to be discussing how do you go about leading someone to the Lord? Can you do it? Can we give someone faith? These are the things that you need to know. I'm Shelby Hosfield on a mission to help you find your true purpose in his great name after leaving religion. Here's a hint. It's all about grace, girlfriend. Here we are pushing past the baggage of religion and what this world has thrown at you and discovering how to live your purpose through God's grace, not works. I spent years turning my back on him after leaving the church, but he never gives up on us. This is Sunday School mixed with the best coffee talk with your girlfriends. You are listening to Finding Faith Above. Today we're going to be talking about how to lead someone to the Lord. And I just have to be real with you all, I have felt very nervous about this calling and putting my heart out there. I have been afraid of others thinking this is against religion or that it is rooted in anger. And it is very much the opposite. Finding Faith Above was born out of a calling on my heart to help people gain faith, not cause others to lose it. I hope that this podcast art, Bible studies, coaching, and inspiration, all will be exactly what you have been looking for, pretty girl, because this is exactly what you need to help you to find peace in your heart, in your faith, and help your family grow and to move forward with God's word. I want you to want to learn God's word, to read God's word. I am hoping that this is exactly what you've been looking for. And a little bit of celebrating is in order because this little podcast just passed 400 downloads, woo-hoo, which means hopefully I'm actually doing my job by getting the word out there enough for you guys to be able to listen and to want to grow from this. My hope was always that it would just help even one person find God, just one person That's all I needed, let alone hundreds. (laughs) I am just so excited. Uh, I say all this because I have people in my life that are still a big part of the church that I left. Uh, Their opinions weigh very heavy on my heart. And I understand how hard it is to see people that you love and you want so badly for them to find God and to walk forward with peace. But we're all on our own faith journey. And I have said that for forever, even when I had totally turned my back on God, we are all on our own faith journey and you can't give someone faith, but there are things that you can do to help them to see the Lord. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, because we all know that, you know, standing on our heads and throwing fits and shade or hurtful comments does not bring anybody closer to the Lord. But what does, how do we go about leading someone to the Lord? Can we give someone faith? Here are three things that we all need to know. So the first thing that we're going to be talking about is judgment. So judging others and criticizing their choices will not bring them to know Jesus. I know sometimes it is so hard and we want to just tell people how we feel and what they need to know, but judgment does not change someone's heart. So often our first and most vital reaction is to stick it to them. Tell them the truth. Gosh, dang it, and let them know how wrong they are. While developing Finding Faith above, I hung out quite a bit in some forums dedicated to people who had left the church. (laughs) Well, I want to tell you that there is a lot of people out there who are very angry. And I found that out firsthand. Um, It became very apparent that, you know, they they were not uh, coming at this with an open mind. And um, 
I do think the, you know, I just had to remind myself all the time that they are on their own faith journey. While I don't remember ever taking out my frustrations on someone specifically, uh, I do remember feeling very defensive and desperately wanting to own my faith, but I was lost. When we find out something that's true or not true against a faith or for a faith, it can be human nature to just want to share it. We want our beliefs validated, especially after leaving something we feel very strongly against. It can feel natural to judge. We can judge others for what they think, and we can judge others for what we believe to now be ignorant, possibly. There are those right now wanting to judge me, possibly, uh, for being a Christian, uh, believing that I'm ignorant. I'm not understanding everything. We all are on our own faith journey, but faith brings out those raw emotions in us. And I do think that it is important to give each other grace in that it's easy for us to feel overly confident in our position and do the opposite of what our faith in Jesus instructs us to do. We judge. So let's look at Matthew 7, 1. He says, and this is Jesus talking, (laughs) do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So I'm just giving you these little snippets here. I mean, really to understand the full context, you should go and read the full chapter. I do think that that is important. But basically, Jesus's words, judgment. And in this judgment, we lose our opportunity to touch someone's soul. We lose the opportunity to actually get through to them by that judgment of, you know, they're wrong, we're right, and we lose the opportunity. While we may or may not love the person we are judging, the judgment does not come from that same place as our love. You know, we say, you know, we just want to tell them the truth because we love them. Yes, but if we're doing it in a judgmental way, we're not doing that from the same places as our love comes from. We judge seeing their faults and we put them on the defense. And as soon as they become on the defense, nobody is going to listen. And that's a key part of this is that as soon as that judgment comes in, then we've lost it. Uh, We've lost the ability then to get through to them. We don't show them what a true Christian is. For judging, we're we're not living the faith. We're not being a true Christian. And so... In that, you know, that judgment, it pushes other people away and it does not lead people to God. So if the answer is not to tell people what's right and what's wrong and stick it to them and, you know, judge and get all serious in there, well, then what is it that we are instructed to do? Exactly the opposite. (laughs) So the second thing that we need to know is how do we show our faith? Through love. We show kindness, compassion, and love That is what a Christian walking with God does. We offer love to all people, even the people who don't deserve it. We are given given grace despite not deserving it. So too, we must have grace for others. Have you ever heard the term kill them with kindness? It's kind of that whole thing. The kindness, the, the just as Jesus surrendered, you know, that whole kindness, that piece of giving it all away, that's when you're able to get things, um, good things happen in this world because of that. Uh, That is what we've been instructed to do. Not kill them, (laughs) but be kind and loving with all people. Read all the gospels. 
Pick a book, a chapter, and almost every verse Jesus speaks plainly about treating our neighbors, the poor, the needy, the poor in spirit, with all the love we can. Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. That's Matthew 22, 37 through 40. Again, go read the whole thing. (laughs) But this is how important love is. It is the first and second greatest commandments out of Jesus's words. This is what he says, that you must love not judge, but love. And then the third thing here is leading by example. So that's what you really need to know. This is probably one of the most important parts of all of this is that, you know, having the example of judgment is not going to get us anywhere. Having the example of just love. Yes, of course, that's going to be it, but we have to do it at all times. So what does the attitude of love do? It allows our example to bring people to the Lord. Jesus could have brought fire and burning anger and fear and judgment and all the things that could have scared people to God, but he didn't do it that way. He was love. He was light. And that example has brought people to him for over 2,000 years. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, Paul describes how the best way to combat errors in faith and encourage believers is to be the example. It may not seem like your actions, your belief is making a difference, but your example of love and faith moves mountains. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. That's 1 Timothy 4.12. And again, that's uh, out of Paul's letters that he wrote. And um, you should just go through and read the whole thing because again, I'm just giving you little snippets here, but in order to understand the full context, just go read it. It's amazing. I say all this today because I have been very nervous, (laughs) like I said, about this calling God has put on my heart. Over the last year, I have gone where he has directed me. My story as a Christian is unique, just as your walk with faith. I did not, and I do not want anyone to feel this is a place to criticize other religions that we have left. It is not. I have been guilty of judging myself. I have not always acted out of love, and I have not always been the best example. But as we all move forward to grow in our relationship with Jesus and further our faith, I challenge all of you, challenging myself, to remember these three things, to let judgment aside, that is not our job. Love, love God and love each other. Show everyone love. And lastly, lead by example. The example is what will lead others to the Lord. Have you ever wondered what the difference is between a relationship versus religion? Is this something that's been on your brain before? Have you thought about this? Well, I have. And plenty of other people that I have talked to also really struggle with this concept of religion versus relationship. And guess what? This December, we are going to dive in. We're talking a full-on Bible study where we look at all the different aspects of religion versus relationship and what that means to you. 
All the best stuff happens over at FindingFaithAbove.com. Head on over now where you can learn more about the study coming out this December on relationships versus religion, and also all of the beautiful artwork and inspiration, all different Bible studies, fun things, all for you waiting over at FindingFaithAbove.com. You don't want to miss it. I love that you decided to grow your faith, understand your purpose, and find true peace today with me at Finding Faith Above. Your purpose in this world is simple, to know Jesus and to make him known. Catch you next time on Finding Faith Above.